Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 109, and um, I just want to start with, we, I'm going to post this on January the 1st, so I want to start with wishing everybody a fabulous new year. Um, 2023 has definitely been an expansive year for most, where a lot of things, um, a lot of cycles, a lot of comic cycles were closing. So I just want to start with saying, you know what, you made it. Be proud of how much you grew and how much you went through and just, you know, take time to be proud of you. Um, I'm so grateful for this podcast, for the messages we receive on a weekly basis, for the impact it's having. So again, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listening. Um, This podcast would not be where it is without my beautiful co-host. So I'd love my co-host to introduce yourself, so introducing the amazing, the stunning the healer extraordinaire and published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. By the way, Stacey, I know we're recording this before, but Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Friends, it's so good to be with you. My name is Stacey. I'm an intuitive healer. I'm a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach and an Akashic record reader and a recently published author just about a year ago. My book came out, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender, and it's available on Amazon and Audible. Really looking forward to this episode today, Nims. Yeah, thank you, Stace, and thank you for all your support and being my co-host on this podcast. I appreciate you. Hi, everybody. I'm Nims. I'm also um, a Kashi record reader, Kashi trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, as well as a spiritual coach and mentor. And I just love the the work that we do. We get to guide people to shine their light, uh, to really understand why they're here, to understand their programming, to really connect with their gifts and their guides. And honestly, just seeing seeing anyone that we work with um, truly start to shine their light and connect with their guides and the beautiful journey they go on, that's what really truly is my soul. I feel so blessed doing that work. Um, I'm I'm excited because January is a great time to to really focus on that area. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for 2024. It feels like a new vibration, new energy. And I should mention, you know, the mentorship program that we mean stays do it is channeled through the Akashic Records. Um, it is changing lives. And if anyone's interested, please book a free discovery call and we'll take you through it. Links are available on both our websites and the show notes. We love the work that we do. Um, how do you feel about the mentorship program and the work that we do, Stace? You know, I have been thinking so much about this program because I've been watching the way it's impacting people's lives. And my friends, the way I would describe it to you is you hire a personal trainer when you want to make a physical transformation, but we're like personal trainers for the soul. And we help you to achieve alignment and awareness so that you can show up in the world the way that you're meant to. And I see the impact that this program is having on so many. And I think sometimes people don't understand exactly the work that we do. And so I like to to really explain it because I was talking to um, one of my clients this morning and I was expressing, you know, when you choose to make a shift in your life like this, it has a ripple effect on all areas of your life. And one of the things that I really want to do is see people in the business world embrace some of the um, tools that we 
impart the wisdom into and use those in your day-to-day life. And it's about learning about who you are and why you are the way you are, and then taking action to showing up in the world the way you're meant to. So I love the work that we do. I feel like there's no greater work that can be done for a person, for themselves. And when you make yourself a priority, it shifts, it shifts your life. So I'm grateful for the work that we do. And I feel blessed that we get to work with people from all around the world. I love it. I love it. And I'm also excited for this month's topic. It's all really connected, really. And obviously, being January the 1st, we want to talk about new beginnings and kind of what this what this kind of new year kind of represents. But also, we want to dive, to dive deep in, are we ever really healed? And you know, if I start with new beginnings and the connection to are we ever really healed, new beginnings, being a new calendar year is a great opportunity to kind of really reset Consider what what are you focused on, um, you know, really kind of maybe think, maybe consider, you know, working with somebody. And I'd always recommend working with a coach and a mentor. And a, and a coach and a mentor um, doesn't try and fix you a good one anyway. Every, all we need is inside us. So what a good coach and mentor does is helps you to focus on your answers in you, guides you, helps you, and even if it's not us, you know, pick pick somebody that your voice resonates with, because for me, it's a soul contract. But as we get into this new new calendar year, but it, energetically, it feels like a time for new beginnings for a lot of us. 2023, was, as I said, as I said earlier, was closing a lot of cycles, karmic cycles, ancestral cycles. And in many ways, we've been reborn. So do we know this new version of us? Are we getting to know this new version of us? How do we feel about our gifts? Do we feel connected to our um, our soul family, our guides? It really is an opportunity to embrace this new version of you. I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions and things like that because, you know, a new calendar year is, is, is more of, I guess, a human thing and our soul journey is our soul journey. But any opportunity we have to really kind of embrace the new version of ourselves and really kind of focus on the moment or what we need to do I think is a great thing. And the question of are we ever healed? I really believe the healing journey is a lifetime experience. And, you know, the way I see is I'm a student of life and I'm always going to be learning. I'm always going to be integrating lessons and being that student. And which means that everything that happens to me is in some way helping me expand, complete my soul journey, my soul contracts, and it's supporting me in some kind of way. So that allows me to integrate these things and be a student and kind of explore when something happens to me. I'll ask, well, hold on, why does it happen to me? How is it? What is it teaching me? Of course, we I, you know, we all go on an emotional roller coaster. I go on an emotional roller coaster when something happens. But I will always take time just to ask, well, hold on, what is going on inside me? How is it supporting me? And, you know, I'll try and be that student. And that's something that Cedra always used to talk about, my mentor, um, that I've talked about on previous podcasts, who's no longer in this realm, um, is being that student. And I honestly believe if anyone ever says that they're, they're fully healed, I'm skeptical because I, I really think things come up when they're meant to. And I don't actually believe in repeat programs either. As an example, I just believe it's a new layer of the same thing, but it's a deeper layer that we're ready to heal. And so... I don't believe the universe gives us anything we can't handle. 
But I do believe the healing process is a lifetime journey because we're a soul having a human experience. And, you know, I sometimes we we wait, you know, sometimes we say, oh, you know, when I'm healed, that's when I'll be in this situation. I'll be happy when I'm healed. I'm, you know, but the thing is, there's less to it. And what are we waiting for? Sometimes we're waiting, waiting to be healed when actually we're ready for whatever's next in this moment. And it's that waiting for something, waiting for that big epiphany, waiting for that sign that you're fully healed. What if that never comes? What if you taking action now is part of your healing? Stace, how do you feel about this whole conversation around new beginnings, this new new year, and really the question of are we ever healed? So I'm in agreement with you. I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. I feel like we need to make shifts, changes, goals on a regular basis. Um, The only constant is change. So I feel like, though I'm not a fan of them, I know that a lot of people look at the end of a calendar year and the beginning of a new one as a new cycle. And I would say we see that even in nature, right? The changing of the seasons. So there's something to be said for welcoming in the new. I know for me, the last like four and a half years have been super challenging. I mean, I've just faced so many things in that period of time. And there's part of me that's hopeful for the new year, meaning that it feels like it's going to bring me some closure to some things that maybe I'm ready to be done with. (laughs) Um, But I was inspired by this topic because I recently co-hosted a women's event without getting into too much detail. One of the women there said that she, in fact, in fact, believes that we can be healed. And no matter how I listened to what she was saying and re-listened to what she was saying, I just couldn't get on board because we're having a human experience every day. And as we welcome in the new, we're also welcoming in whatever hurdles, challenges, Um, circumstances, situations that come our way that we're meant to work through. And as we go through those experiences, we have new experiences that we maybe haven't had before that require us to heal in another way. And I just feel like I believe that I thought at a certain point that we could be healed. Because before everything happened four and a half years ago with my son, I was in the most incredible space in my life. And I felt like I had finally made it, you know, like I had finally like crossed the finish line of the challenge of life. But then circumstances shifted that. And it doesn't even have to be what we change. But when we're interacting with other people, their changes force us to change, right? So there's this constant like domino effect that we have on each other as we're learning the different lessons in life. 
And so though I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, I do believe in the power of the shift of seasons. And it feels to me like 2024 is going to be um, a year of growth and a year of expansion and a year of clarity. I also feel a strong sense of clarity around it. And for me, just personally, um, I'm hoping that I can surrender the things in from 2023 that are no longer serving me. I don't want to carry extra baggage into 2024. And so I'm just sitting here thinking of the listener. Maybe you're on the same page. Maybe you don't want to carry stuff from 2023 into 2024. I would encourage you to do a meditative process on that. Cause as I'm sitting here thinking about it, like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, what are the things that I need to unload in from 2023 that are no longer serving me? Because I want to walk into 2024 with as little baggage as possible, Nims. That's a really good point, you know, is that, um, you know, it is the end. And honestly, I felt the new vibration in 2023 compared to the previous years. Um, and it did feel like new vibration. Um, it felt like we've been pushing, pushed to connect with our guides and use our gifts. But honestly, I wasn't expecting the the amount of emotion, the amount of cycles that are being closed. Not not just for me personally, but for all all the people we work with. There's just there was just a lot going on, and it feel felt like a collective rebirth for a lot of people. Um, and that rebirth is really about closing those cycles, right? It's really about the old version of you and the things that you used to enjoy doing, you don't enjoy doing anymore. You don't feel connected to. Maybe some of the people in your life you don't feel as connected to. And it's really interesting, you know, some when the clients we work with, you know, when we see their vibration raising, raising, it's the people around you sometimes you don't feel as connected to. And... You know, I think it's a good point as you close out 2023 and you kind of go into this new vibration, consider the things, the people, um, the things you do on a regular basis that no longer serve you. And what are you embracing for the new you? What are you what are you going to do that you've never done before? And yeah, I'd love, you know, do a meditation, right? And um, yeah. Stacey, I'm feeling maybe we should record a meditation. We can talk about that. That just came to me. So, um, you know, maybe we'll do a bonus and record a meditation for you to kind of get into that new vibration. But if we, you know, kind of link that to the healing journey, um, you know, it's like, are we, are you ever really healed? Are we ever really healed? There are facets of us that, are, that heal, right? There's, there's things that happened growing up that maybe we held on to that we were meant to kind of learn a lesson from in this part of our life and we can learn that lesson and sure integrate it and move on so yes there's facets of us that are healed that's that's the difference right it's that you know so when we when we're debating this we, i'm not debating at all that that we're not healing and we're not healed in some areas because sure there's facets of us that they are healed there's things that you know i know there's some past life stuff that i've been through um like a feeling of 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 drowning, knowing that I was drowning, um, knowing that I was betrayed over love, 
um, and you know, kind of, I couldn't move because you know, there's a longer, deeper story. But and it was that feeling of floating and helplessness. There's nothing I could do, and I carried that into this life. Um, in terms of some of the relationships and the rest of it, and I know there's still work to do there, right? This is what I mean by we're always healing, but I also know that I've healed facets of it, and sometimes even being aware of it allows you to to heal from it. And then really consider what other healing you need to do. And then you start to think, you start to really kind of integrate, well, hold on a second. This has been part of my life. And you can then get lost in, oh, my God, I can't believe I've always been like this. And why didn't I think of this earlier? Why didn't I follow this process earlier? No, there's a divine timing. So when you're ready, you start to heal that piece. And, you know, I was grateful for the Akashic Records because that's where I got the insight. Um and, you know, it kind of allowed me to to heal from some of that. So there is so much going on with this healing journey. It's so multifaceted. There's so many different layers. You know, when you incorporate um, the past life stuff that you may be carrying into this lifetime, when you can incorporate the ancestral stuff, because sometimes we choose to heal not just our own karma, our own past life stuff, but also ancestrally, because, you know, our, our paternal, our maternal lines have been through so much. And I really believe in this cycle of life in this generation we've chosen to heal so much more ancestrally and personally because we want the next generation to be as clean as so they can continue to raise the vibration of the planet and again that's just my belief but on this healing journey one you've got to you've got to be proud of how much you've already healed because so so often we focus on what we need to do next. You know, oh my God, I've still got to heal my inner child. I've still got to do this. I've got to do that. But first thing is take stock of how far you've come and how much you've healed. And then, of course, be honest with yourself about the things that you're still working on, the things that are still work in progress. And the resistance that you sometimes have to it because, you know, some of the things that we're healing at this phase is is deep. And is and requires some deep work that you know you need to have an honest conversation with yourself and you need to really connect with that healing and know that you're ready to heal it because if you're getting triggered, if stuff is coming up, it's coming up for a reason, which means that the universe is telling you you're ready to heal it. So I I, I feel this is a beautiful new vibration that that I really I'm personally going to embrace and really take on and you know continue on my 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 journey to to heal and to shine my light and to to be present as much as possible in at this time um and i encourage all our listeners to to really ask yourself some of those questions you know what <clears throat> what have you healed in this past year what have you released in this past year and then also be honest with what are you holding on to what are you you know what what what, what isn't serving and you know sometimes some of our relationships are hard to let go. You know, with, whether it's a partner or a family member, it is, you know, it's 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 the unknown. But whether you choose to let go of that, that person or not, you can still choose to not give your power away, to speak your truth, to make sure that you're focused on you and not giving your power away and, and if you do choose to to cut off the people that no longer serve you, then have faith that you're creating a void in your life that's going to be filled with with beautiful energy.
And then you've got to focus on what are you manifesting? So for me, this is a beautiful time to embrace um, yeah, New Year's resolutions. And the reason I'm not a huge fan is because you put so much pressure on yourself to do all these things in a short space of time. And then, you know, whereas for me, maybe this is a time where you could create lasting change in your life. Maybe you can pick a couple of areas and truly start to incorporate life changing and make it more of a, a life change than a short term resolution. And, you know, I mean, Stacey describes it really well in terms of, you know, being, being personal trainers to the soul, because we are, we are a soul having a human experience. So for me, this is a period where you should sit down and just, just stop, breathe and feel the energy around you. Start by being grateful about the amount of change you've been through and the fact you made it. Be proud of the person you are. And then be honest with yourself about where you're at and what, you, what you're focused on and how you're going to shine your light. I just feel it's a beautiful vibration, a beautiful time to do it. I think the other thing is it's a time to think about the habits that we have, right? And and what is serving us and what isn't. And you know, I think about, as I was saying earlier, you know, years ago in the best shape of my life and mind, body, and spirit in such an aligned space. And I started tracing back to thinking about what were the things that I was doing on a regular basis when I was in that space that helped me to cultivate that healthy lifestyle. And for those who don't know, I, I was a hairdresser for nearly two decades. And so I'm on my feet all day, right? Very active using my physical body. And in this season, I do a lot of remote work. A lot of my clients are from different parts of the world. And so I'm on Zoom a lot and sitting. And I recognized that one of the things that I was really good about was physical activity and moving my body on a consistent basis. And I made the decision um, several weeks ago to really make that a priority. To, to move my body and have that be a priority. And friends, I know it seems sometimes like that's such a small thing, but I think there are so many of us in the world today who lead more sedentary lifestyles. And I just knew that for me to be in the best like space, I needed to move my body. And I will tell you, I'm doing it more for what it does for me mentally than I am even what it does for me physically, because I know that my energy is better spent moving my body and slowing my thoughts and being intentional with that. And so I just want to encourage our listeners, like if there's something that you have been wanting to do to get your life in order, don't put it off. You know, for me, I could have waited and said, okay, in the start of 2024, I'll start working out again. Um, and I was anxious about it really. And, and I was anxious about it because for years I, I had an accountability partner. I had a workout partner. My spouse and I worked out together all the time. We ran together and I had that connection with him. And so to embark in on this new season of it just being me, it's like I had to redefine my routine. And then I had to redefine what that routine looked like, meaning doing it on my own. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but maybe the people around you aren't ready to make a change, but you are. Don't let fear stop you from making that shift as we go into the new year. 
like I said, for me, I had a huge hurdle to overcome because I was used to having a workout partner and I was super anxious about going to a public gym and learning how to use the equipment and navigating working out on my own. And I have walked through the fear. I have let myself feel it for sure, but I've walked through the fear and I've done it anyway. And so I feel like there needs to be almost an evaluation in this season of what is serving us and what isn't not just in relationships, not just in our work environment, but like what we're doing personally, how we're caring for ourselves, how we're showing up for ourselves and really dialing in on the things that, that make us feel good, right? Like I know that there is suffering that happens in life and that's part of like, at least that's been part of my journey, but I also know that there's so much beauty to experience and if we want to experience more beauty, we've got to meet the universe halfway. We've got to be intentional in how we're showing up. And then I feel like the universe re responds in kind. So what do you think about that, Nims? Nims, you have no sound. Can you hear me now? Apologies, listener. That was a technical technical challenge. Um, currently, Mercury retrograde. I guess that was part of it. Um, honestly, I couldn't couldn't agree with you more, Stace. It's um, really interesting. I was having a conversation with one of my clients recently about um, destiny and free will. Right? It's that you know, for me, sure, the bigger parts of your destiny are you know are maybe pre-selected. But you still got to, you still have free will and making the decisions to meet the universe halfway is part of that free will. Having a strong self-care routine and doing the things that light your soul up is part of that journey. Because it's easy if, you know, if destiny was already set, then you could just sit there and say, you know what, I'm waiting. I don't need to do anything. But, I, you know, meeting the universe halfway, allowing the universe to show off for you. Because it's that, you know, when we set New Year's resolutions, a lot of the time we set resolutions on what we're going to do and which is great. And we'd put in the effort and we know, but do we always include in that? How do we want the universe to show up for us? Because I, I, I believe there's no limitation on the abundance the universe can provide, right? The only limitation that we put on is, is what is, is our own limitations. And so if that's the case, then, there's an abundance, enough abundance. And I'm not just talking financial, I'm talking all, all abundance, right? Abundance in all areas of our life. So it's that, you know, if we're taking the actions and doing the things that are right for us, are we clear on what we want the universe to manifest for us? Are we clear on how do we want God, source, our guides to show off? Um, and, and, you know, we do a beautiful, we use a beautiful technique as part of a mentorship program called the Manifestation Triangle, which... Um, Cedra, my mentor, and I worked with on together where she, you know, she channeled the triangle and I and I worked on how do we kind of split it in our four bodies and how do we kind of make it an integral part of what we do. And the beauty of that is, you know, we do talk about, okay, here's here's what I want to, here's what my goals are, here's what I'm going to do towards it. But we also show and list what do we want, how do we want God's source, our guys to show up. And we're super clear on it because, you know, 
if we if we want a greater connection with our guides and want to feel them around us all the time, why don't we say that? And you know, making an honest conf confession here, and you know, Stacey's a great um, a great person to work with because she she's very direct and she supports me in that sort of way. And Stacey, I love you for it. Um, I've been, you know, on this journey, I've I've loved my spiritual part of this journey. I'm very, very much focused on the spiritual understanding, you know, kind of what my journey is here. I know that for a large part of my life, my spiritual body wasn't necessarily integrated into my physical body because I was just, you know, I was there on the spiritual journey and I, I have no regrets on it. But I know at times I've, that's meant that I've neglected my physical body. And I recognize that, you know, my physical body is is the vessel for my soul. So it's important that we we look after all four of our bodies, and that's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And I recognize that I need to put more effort into looking after my physical body. So I've definitely taken some action towards it. Um, it's not near. I'm not making a New Year's resolution, but I am make I am taking some action um, to just nurture my physical body much more. And you know, I've given Stace as an accountability buddy permission to to keep me honest, right? And even me talking about it on here is also my way of just saying, you know what, declaring to all, all, all the listeners podcast that, that that is something I need to work on. That's not to say I'm not going to continue working on my spiritual body and doing the meditations and doing the, you know, but it's it's really important that we consider all four of our bodies. And maybe this is a great time to ask our listeners right now, you know, if you were to check in and just scan your body, and I asked you from zero to 10, zero being nothing at all, and 10 being really high, if you were to rate your physical body, how do you really feel? Then if you would consider your mental body, your brain, your ego, how do you feel mentally, again, zero to 10? How would you rate yourself? And then emotional, you know, how do you feel about the love around you, the love inside you? How do you feel about how much do you love yourself? And again, rate that to zero to 10, zero being nothing or 10 really high. And then the last is the spiritual body. How do you feel spiritually? How connected do you feel to your guides? How much you listen to your messages? How much are you, you know, you're doing when you meditate? How, how connected do you feel? Again, zero to 10. Um, if you do that regularly, and it's not about being all 10s, it's about checking in with you so that you kind of know what's working and what's not. We, we do this with our clients on a weekly basis. We check in with the four bodies. It's just a way to truly check in with you and have an honest conversation with yourself. So, I mean, Stace, how do you feel about your four bodies? So I would say that I find this so interesting because I was talking with a client this morning about the four bodies, and I was saying that it's – very telling which body you need to work on when you're taking the time to rate each one and see where you are physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And he was spiritually in a much lower number range than he was in the other three bodies. And I asked him, you know, how would he feel? So, he, so he rates high, like physically, mentally, and emotionally, and spiritually, his number was low. Right. And I said, so how would you feel if somebody told you you couldn't work out for a week? And he was like, 
I would have to find something to do to get that energy out. And I was like, okay, we need you to have that same drive in the spiritual body that you can't go without your, your spiritual workout, just like the physical in order for you to have that commitment and follow through. And for me, I find it so interesting because I feel like I'm in a really good space in, in all the bodies. I would say emotionally, I struggle a little bit at the holiday season, um, for a variety of reasons, right? Things have changed for me. They look different. It's uncomfortable trying to navigate what that's going to look like, how it feels. There's definitely a little bit of a struggle there, but I'm very aware that that number is kept where it is right now because I am nurturing myself in other ways, right? I could easily see that number going a lot lower if I wasn't taking care of myself in the other ways. And so I'm really trying to, to have grace with myself that I know this is a hard time of year and kind of allow myself to feel what I need to feel. But I use this technique, not just with clients, but for myself, right? It's a great way to check in with yourself, friends. If you're trying to figure out like, where you're struggling and pinpoint an area, rating yourself on a regular basis in your journal, even just as you're driving in the car, what, where do your numbers fall? Um, it's, it's, it's a great tool to be able to be clear on where you need to focus your energy, right? So knowing that my number is lower emotionally than it is in the other areas right now, I know that that's an area that needs focus. And for me, that needs to be a combination of self-care, right? And also reaching out to people that I love who can support me during this time. And that combination is keeping me going. If I wasn't rating my four bodies, I might be in a slump emotionally and not even realize it, right? There are times where we're not even aware that we're struggling. And so it's been a really great tool for me, not just with clients, but with myself, because it allows me to know what I need to focus on more, right? And where I'm shining. And I feel like if you're just getting started on your journey and you need a place to start, I would encourage you to start tracking your four bodies once a week, once a day, whatever it is that you have time for and seeing where you fall in each one of those categories, because it's gonna let you know what needs the maintenance, what needs the focus. I love it. I love it. And um, as we talk about the four bodies and rating it, just be careful you don't use it as a way to get frustrated with yourself. Because you're not meant to be a tens all the time. It's it's a gauge for you to, to what areas you're going to focus on. So if you, let's say, as an example, you continue to be a low number on a, on a body, maybe physical, whatever you want to say. And then the same, the week after you're the same number, don't take that as a sign that you need to continue working on it. Um, again, I think of a recent client interaction where inner child came up a lot. And, you know, I was encouraging the client to kind of work on the inner child stuff. And it was, it was bringing up some deep emotions. And then, you know, comes a lot of resistance because, you know, do you want to do the hard work, right? And it's that if you mean if you have something that you that's been blocked up for a while, um, you may find the resistance, right? You may find the resistance 
And there may be a part of you saying, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to put structure into my life. I want to do what I want to do. I want to, I want free will. I want to want to do things that you enjoy. Um, but sometimes we need to do the, the hard stuff, um, the things that we've been holding on to. But again, when I think about this new season and this new doing the things that, you know, letting go of the things that don't serve you and really kind of embracing the new version of you, for me, this is why you're doing it becomes really important. And it's the why, you know, what is the whatever the four bodies brings up, you know, when you think about what needs to be healed, why do you want that piece to be healed? What is your why? And how is that going to drive you? Because, you know, I, I mean, Stace talks about going to the gym and exercising. We have this conversation all the time. None of us enjoy doing the exercise but we know afterwards we're going to feel better about it because it's a sense of accomplishment. And, you know, Stace talks about how much it helps her mental health. And, you know, that I can totally relate to that conversation. So it's that sometimes it's not doing the work that's going to excite you, but it's actually how it's going to help you and your why. I mean, my why, I always keep it super simple. I, my why is really anyone. And what I do, I know I'm meant to, raise the vibration of the planet and anyone I connect with, I want to leave them better than I found them. That's my purpose, right? So I keep it super simple. It allows me to do the podcast. It allows me to read Akashic Records. It allows me to do mentorship and the rest of it. Um, but I know, like I know that I want to connect with more people. And I know that, you know, when I'm healing somebody else, I'm healing myself. So when I go out my way and when I do the healing, when I'm, I know I'm doing it for me because in some way it's nurturing my soul. So I know why I'm doing, I know that, for example, the physical work I'm going to do with my physical body is because this is the vessel, vessel for my soul and it's important that I look after the vessel for my soul. So I know I'm very clear on what I'm doing it and it just, it gives me the motivation to do the things I don't really want to do because it's it's the result I'm after rather than doing. And of course, once you create a habit, um you know, and you, you do something regularly for at least 21 days, then you start to create a habit and maybe then you start to nurture it and you enjoy it. Um, you know, Stace, like, I'll, I'd love for you to talk about when you, when you're on the treadmill, when you're exercising, we talk about it, right? That we, is sometimes that's when you get your, your creative juices going. That's in, I, some, sometimes when I'm talking to you, I really feel like you're channeling when you're, when you're on the treadmill. How does it feel for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I just feel that, I was in a space where I knew that I wasn't where I wanted to be. And I knew that something had to shift for me and I can't always get to the gym. So I have a treadmill here in my office. And if I can't get to the gym, then I have the backup plan of the treadmill. And I feel very grateful that I have that as an outlet. And a lot of times when I, you know, get my, my shoes on and I'm getting ready to work out. I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, do I really have to do this? And friends, I'm just being transparent with you because I know there are people who love the process of working out. Like Nim said, I like the aftermath. I don't enjoy the process. And I have found that it takes a couple miles for me to ease into being in the space of, of, okay, I can do this. I'm like having the momentum but there's something that happens to me um, when I get into that rhythm that's almost meditative. And it is a feeling that 
I am making myself a priority and there's only so much I can actually focus on when I'm in that space. And it has provided me a space to let go a little bit. And I feel like so much of life right now is me navigating a season of change, right? Like I am learning to live on my own independently. I have my daughter half the time, the other half of the time, it's just me. I've been raising kids since I was 20 years old. And so this season is very, very different than anything that I've experienced in my adult life. And when I get on the treadmill, I feel like I have a space to process some of that. And it is a powerful tool for me. And I believe that we all have a recipe for what will work for us, but you have to be willing to embrace the process of finding out what works for you. And I was just talking to my client this morning and saying, I feel like what we do is we take you up to a buffet of all these different ingredients that you can use for your soup, your own soup recipe. And then once we show you all the different ingredients, <clears throat> it's up to you <clears throat> to pick the ones that work for you. And it can be trial and error, right? But I have found that this works for me and it has been a great release for me and a, a space where I feel like I've accomplished something when I'm done. I love it. It's so very, very, very well said it is that focusing on the accomplishment um and this is why we you know we talk about finding your why right this is why you know finding finding that why is 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 really important stace how do you feel about finding your why and how do you feel connected to it well i think the why is where it all starts so if you're looking to start something new in this coming season i believe you've got to get to the core of why you're starting something new in this season. What is motivating you to make this shift? Part of my why is I want to give my children a healthier mother today than they had yesterday. And then I'm really focused on showing up as the best version of myself, not just for my kids, but for myself. So I feel the process of uncovering your why needs to happen before anything else can happen. Because there are going to be days where we're not motivated, right? There's gonna be days where I get up and I'm expected to go to the gym and I know that I need to do it and I have no motivation to do it. And if I am secure in my why and I have it in a place that's visible that I can see it, then I can follow through because I know that I'm motivated by something bigger than the discomfort of the moment, right? Because sometimes the moments are gonna be uncomfortable. Sometimes we're going to be rushed and not have time to get to the gym. Sometimes we're not going to feel good and we're not going to want to go to the gym, right? Am I saying that you can't take a break? No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is if you want to have a longer term commitment to your goals, you've got to have a clear understanding of why you are doing what you are doing that will motivate you in those dark moments because we are all going to have them. And it goes back to what I was saying before. 
because we're on a constant journey of healing. We're constantly learning new things, experiencing new things, experiencing new people, new energies. And it is so important that we do what we can to show up as the best version of ourselves so that we can handle whatever comes our way. Yeah, again, I couldn't agree more, but isn't it ironic that, you know, when things are perceptibly going well and, you know, you have a strong self-care routine, you do certain things that nurture your soul um, and somehow, somewhere along the way, you stop doing it. And, you know, it's it's always, always, always interesting to me too. It's like when you're, again, perceptive when things are not going that well, the things that used to work for you, potentially you stop doing. And that for me is um, where that strong self-care routine comes in. It's where, you know, when you are feeling not 100%, when you are, it's actually that self-care routine that will bring you back. It will raise your vibration. It's your, you know, that's why in every episode, pretty much we talk about having that strong help us. That strong self care routine, right? Which needs to include some sort of physical activity, some sort of spiritual activity where you meditate, maybe connect with nature. Um, journaling is always a great thing to do because all of that self care routine, and maybe you've got to think about your self care routine from a four bodies perspective is, you know, does your self care routine nurture all four of your bodies? It's the example Stace was giving with a client. You know, the thought of not going to the gym for a week is that. Now I've got to find time to do something physically. But then do you find the time to do something spiritually? But if it's not part of your habit, if it's not something you've done regularly, you know, it's something you're going to have to add in, and that requires a bit of effort. Um, Einstein's definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing, expect a different set of results. So if you if you want something different in your life, then you've got to do and be different. And for me, that's the summary of this episode. And and I do love the question, are you ever healed? Because it just is so multifaceted. There's so many different pieces to it. Um, because, you know, the human journey is a complex one, right? There's so many layers to it. I mean, you think about the people in your life, you know, you think about your blood family and how they expand you and the love that you attract and the people that you attract and the challenges you attract. When you start to kind of look at things as more of an explorer, Maybe you start to get a different perspective. I was like challenging, and I'm, you know, my my connection with Stacey we started with some asking regular expansive questions, and I feel I am a natural expander. So maybe you've got to ask yourself those questions. You know, whatever's happening in your life that's challenging, how is it serving you? In what way is it expanding you? If your soul chose this this human life, what are you experiencing in this lifetime that's expanding you? Stacey, I'm going to hand over to you as we get to, ready to close the episode. I'd love to get your thoughts on, you know, kind of the overall topic of this life journey and kind of, you know, you, you're one person that's been through a lot in the space the last few years, um, you know, moving home multiple times, just changing your whole existence, going through multiple rebirths, Um how do you feel about the soul's journey and kind of what the soul journey takes as part of this human existence? So I feel like we're all going to experience things that we would never anticipate happening. 
but I believe that the work that we do on ourselves is what carries us through those challenging seasons. And so I believe we go into this life having agreed to whatever situations, circumstances were going to come our way. And it's up to us to take the lessons and impart the wisdom <clears throat> into the future, into the endeavors that we go through in the future. And I have been through a lot, <clears throat> but it's made me more focused on how I'm showing up in the world. You know, what, what do I ultimately need? And it's gotten me to really dial in on what works for me. And just knowing that we're going to go into journal prompts now, I would encourage you to sit down with your journal. And the first thing I would do is rate your four bodies. Where are you today physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? See where those numbers fall and then take an inventory. What would it look like to be a 10 in each one of those four bodies? What would have to change for you to be in that space? What do you need to start imparting into your routine now in order to show up as the best version of yourself? And I would take the time and just be really introspective and see what comes up. Powerful journal prompts, and you know it is. It is. It's a really interesting topic in terms of the self care routine and the healing journey, and what 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 have we chosen to incorporate in this lifetime? I just want to remind our listeners that you know you, as a soul, you've chosen this this existence, and as a soul, you've chosen to be here at this really transformative time, and. Like I said earlier, I believe uh, you know, as a soul, you've also chosen to heal not just personal karma, but ancestral karma, which means you feel things at a deeper level. So as we close out this episode, I encourage you to be kind to yourself. I encourage you to really become that student and, and really challenge yourself in terms of how much have you grown, what areas have you grown in, and be super kind. I... I love this conversation with you, Stace. I love sharing this space with you. I am, as we get into 2024, feeling very, very grateful. Um, honestly, I love the mentorship program we do. So if any, any, any of the things we've shared with you on this episode, if our voices, voices resonate and you feel that we can help you in some kind of way, book a free discovery call. We'll take you through the mentorship program and maybe it's something that we can help and guide you with. Uh, like I was saying earlier, for me, it's a soul contract. So you know, if at, a, if at a heart, at a soul level, our voices resonate with you in some kind of way, maybe we were meant to work together. So book a free discovery call. You can do that via any of our websites. You can book a discovery call with both of us or any of us individually, wherever you resonate. We'd love to take you through the program. We'd love to guide you. For me, it's a blessing, the people that we get to guide. So I'm sending everyone so much love and light and really embrace this new season because I'm sure the roller coaster will continue, but maybe it's more ease and grace. Stacey, I'm going to hand over to you to close us up. Happy New Year, everyone. We're so grateful for your support with this podcast. We love hearing from you. So feel free to send us a DM or an email. It's always great to be in this space. Happy New Year. Thank you, everyone. Happy New Year. It's a good reminder, Stacey, and sending you all so much love and light. Bye for now.